On Friday the weather turned. The rain was coming down heavy when I arrived at the yard. I was late and some of the lads were shouting at Eric because he was blocking the way with the van. He was looking stressed, trying to explain himself, his eyes rolling back in his head. I jumped in quick and we left before they could start getting nasty. They think I'm... They think I'm stupid. I'm going to lose it one of these days. Then they'll see. Just ignore them, Eric. Some people just like a row. The rain was coming down hard on the windscreen and the wipers were going fast and Eric was leaning forward over the wheel to see better. He was biting his tongue in concentration, so I just let him be. Eventually, though, I couldn't hold it in any longer. How did Malcolm like the chocolate biscuits then, Eric? He didn't come. Why not? I, 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 I don't know. I don't know, Barry. He just didn't turn up? No, no. He might be not well. He might be dead. I knew he wouldn't. I, I, I just I just knew he wouldn't. We'll soon find out, I suppose. What do you mean? Well, we'll see him at the Botanic Gardens, won't we? Maybe. I wanted to go straight to the Botanic Gardens, really, find out where Malcolm was. But Eric was very particular about doing his dog bins in the right order. The traffic was heavy as well, the pouring rain, and it was almost ten by the time we drove through the gates. When we reached the rose garden, the flowers all looked right sorry for themselves, battered down by the wind and rain. There was no one sitting on the benches or walking the paths either. There was no sign of Malcolm, certainly, but he could have been anywhere in this weather. I wanted to go and look for him, but Eric said no, so we just sat and ate our sandwiches and listened to the radio. Eventually there was a knock on the window. I opened my door. A gentleman, a terrible day. God has certainly not been kind to us today. I moved over to the middle seat so that he could get into the van out of the rain. He had his park keeper's overalls on and he took up a lot of space and brought in a lot of water. He settled himself eventually, but he didn't leave much room for me in the middle. All this time Eric had been quiet, looking out through the blurred windscreen. What, what happened to you last night, Malcolm? Eric, of course, my apologies. My wife was washing her hair, and you've no idea the bother that creates. Six o'clock it was supposed to be, wasn't it? Well, six o'clock came and went. That takes hours, it does. And all the while I've got to hold the fort. Well, she's washing her hair. You name it. I've got to do it. Cooking, cleaning, answering the phone. And then after all that, we had to sit and watch the soaps on television while it dried. She won't watch them without me. I, I didn't know you were married, Malcolm. Ach, for my sins. Don't you like watching soaps? Ach, they're all right. The wife's all right too. On a good day. Then there was silence. Nobody broke it. So I said, we'd better get going. Come on, Eric. Dogs never stop shitting, do they? No. And I'd better see these poor roses are still alive. Malcolm got out of the van. So long then, gentlemen. Until next time. Adios. Bye, Malcolm. As we drove away, it was raining harder than ever. There wasn't much in the bins at the Riverside Walk. We skipped the ones at Mary Hill Open Space, because they weren't usually too bad anyway. It was Friday after all, and it was pissing it down with rain. We took our lunch in the big crescent at Downhill and looked into the big houses and imagined what life would be like if we were someone else.
Oh, it's been a strange time of it we've had this week. Hey, it's a strange week, all right. We sat looking at the big cars and the big windows in the rain, and they were as miserable as little cars and little windows in the rain. Did you think it was weird that he said his, his, his wife was washing her hair? Yeah, really weird. I didn't think he was a, oh, like that. He didn't say much about himself. Suppose he was, suppose he just let me do all the talking. I didn't, I didn't even notice that until we were sat in the van just now. He didn't have much to say for himself, did he? No, not much. And there was, there was me, 53, and thinking I was falling in love for the first time. Do you think that's all it is, falling in love? Just a blank piece of paper you can draw on, your own picture on. Like I said, I never was any good at drawing. Maybe you're right. I don't know, Eric. They say the greatest gift you can give a person is themselves. Maybe that's what I thought Mum Malcolm was giving me. Who said that? Jesus. Sounds like something he'd say. I don't know. It can't be right, though, can it? You might as well just look in the mirror, if that was true. Oh, that's too much for me, Eric. I'm going to the shop. I climbed out of the van and into the rain. I was soaking by the time I got to the convenience store on Great Western Road. They only had the happy shopper jam. The jar was pretty boring, but I didn't think Eric would mind. As soon as I was outside again, I took the lid off and threw the jam into the bushes. Came out in one big, plasticky red lump and I let the rain wash away any of the sticky bits that were left. It was still raining when I got back to the van, but I could have sworn it was easing off. Well, look at you. I'd have driven you there. I've got your present, Eric. I gave him the jar. He looked at it for a minute, not understanding. Then he smiled. I was thinking about that. You were right. I shouldn't have thrown it all away. Never mind. It's too late now. Thanks. We sat in silence for a while, trying to look out of the misted windows. It was true, though. The rain was easing off. When we finally heard it stop, we both got out of the van. There wasn't really a reason. I suppose it just seemed like the right thing to do. The sun was coming out, and there was a rainbow over the rooftops of the big houses. Eric took the lid off the jar and held it up to the air. He didn't say anything. I could see him in his head counting up to ten, blinking his eyes. Then he put the lid back on the jar. Number one. Sunshine after rain. Downhill. May 26, 2015. That's beautiful, Eric. It's a beautiful world. So we stayed a moment longer, and then we got it back into the van, because dogs never stop shitting. Eric cleared the mist from the windows and I turned up the radio. On a bridge across the seven on a Saturday night Susie meets the man of a dream Says that he got in trouble and if she doesn't mind He doesn't want the company But there's something in the air 
She says, don't let go Never give up, it's such a wonderful life Beautiful World was written and produced by George Thomas and Insect Heroes. Eric was played by Robin Ashton, Barry was played by George Thomas, and Malcolm was played by Adam Campbell. The pieces of music played in order of performance were Goya's Skull by Whilst, Yun Wythic by the Aphex Twin, Stoof by Gweno, Beautiful World by Insect Heroes, The Man Who Must Leave by Kim Sun, Inside Out by Jesse Ray, Sketch for Summer by the Juruti Column, Kiss Me Again by Dinosaur, 
Wonderful Life by Hertz, and the sentence ends by Alara Kaluna.